course, history is built from epical moments, like the first footprints on the moon, but it's also personal. In our time, every moment comes with a kind of subject-object choice. Is this something to record? Is this a bit of history? Do I stay in the moment or do I take a picture, a video, grab that sound, record what I'm experiencing instead of just experiencing it? There have been these abstract forks in reality's road for most of human history. You can't stop everything to get a decent shot all the time. Movies were way more complicated. Audio, forget it. If you wanted to step away from reality and be the documentarian, then you might have something. But then what might you have lost? But these days, with cameras everywhere, practically implanted as part of our bodies, it's a different kind of choice. For Ben Heineman Jr., it's a real question now. His dad, Ben Heineman Sr., passed away on August 5th, and immediately Ben Jr. realized he had just one regret from the time he spent with his father. He never recorded him while he was alive. Ben joins us now. He's a senior fellow at Harvard Law School. Ben, thanks for joining us. Uh, Hello. How are you today? Why do you think the decision never presented itself in a way that might have had you hit the record button? Well, actually, it did, and the problem was I didn't take advantage of it. Uh, my father was born in 1914, six months before the start of World War I, and he lived through an incredible century and had a wonderful life, uh, touching many parts of uh, political, cultural, economic events. Um, I had thought about it a number of times, of sitting down with him for a day or two and getting his thoughts, because he was articulate. So I did think about it. I just didn't do it. And I hoped uh, that other people would think about it before their parents have died uh, so that they would have an incredible testimonial uh, for generations that follow. Now, obviously, this is emotional because your father has just passed. But uh, I don't necessarily want to stick this all on you. I mean, in many ways, the reason you didn't do it is because the time with him was so precious in and of itself. Yes. Well, partly, although he was fortunate, he lived to be 98, and he was in good health and quite articulate, I think the fault is less in him or my concern about him and in me. And uh, I I think a lot of your listeners may sort of face the same thing, that their parents are, or even grandparents, are quite healthy and quite articulate. And it's taking the time to sit with them, ask them a lot of open-ended questions about different phases of their life. And recording that, and on top of that, we now have tools of sort of for editing these things down. You can take, you know, 48 hours of film, but you can edit it down to two or three hours. There are a lot of very simple editing tools for lay people. Um, And and it would just be an important uh, uh, memory and way of younger people who will never see their grandparents or great-grandparents to understand them. So the, 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 the development of technology, the actual ease with which one can edit and actually set up a quality recording in in some sense sharpens the the sense of loss that you feel personally, Ben? Yes, uh, because um, my children were fortunate enough, his grandchildren were fortunate enough to know him for 20 years, but their children will never know him. Or my mother. Both were remarkable people, just like the parents of many people who are listening were remarkable people. And having a, a, a kind of a video uh, memory of it, sight and sound, I think is terribly important since we can do it now. Letters are great. Um, You can write things about them. I don't want to say that there aren't other kinds of narratives which are not equally powerful. But but video, sight and sound, is is a very powerful medium for conveying the personality, the character, the values, the kind of person 
uh, our, our forebears were. Ben Heineman uh, Jr. is a senior fellow at Harvard Law School. He's talking about his father, Ben Heineman Sr., who passed away on August 5th, and uh, his sense of pain at not having recorded in an open-ended interview sort of context uh, his views, his thoughts, getting video pictures of him. Uh, also with us is Gigi Gerben, who's a takeaway listener from Pittsburgh. And Gigi, of course, uh, has a very, very different story. Gigi, how did you make the decision to actually uh, do what Ben did not, and that is uh, make a recording of your father before he passed away? Well, first of all, I just wanted to extend my condolences to Ben. I understand the loss. Um, My son was given a project at school. He was in seventh grade, and he was given a project by his social studies teacher to go out and interview a family friend or relative and recorded in some way for posterity. So my son decided to make a video recording and we took the time to visit with my dad and my son had written up a few questions to ask him and he was able to interview him. And let's hear an example of that. I was flipping hamburgers in White Tower the day they hit uh, attacked Pearl Harbor. I remember that. I was working in Peoria and I had a day off. I walked down the street and saw a sign for Marine Recruiting Station. And I walked in and listened in the Marines when I was 19. Now that's George Gerben speaking in a StoryCorps interview with his daughter Gigi and grandson Luke. Gigi's our guest here on the program. Ben, if it's not too personal, listening to that voice, who probably sounds nothing like your dad, how do you contrast the sense of value from hearing him tell that story with the kind of stories you've been told but haven't recorded? I think that uh, they have a vividness and a humanity uh, that is uh, different than a written uh, letter or memo or uh, some other kind of written record that our parents may have created. So um, I salute that, and I think that uh, – it, it is now within the range of almost everyone uh, to, to do exactly what was done there and have these incredible stories uh, about themselves, about their families, but also about America uh, come forward. We've moved to an era where social history is very important. It's not about the elites only. It's about the people of America. Um, and so I think this is a wonderful opportunity for all of us to create these pieces of history, both for ourselves and possibly for broader use. An interesting thought on this uh, beginning day for the Republican National Convention, which will be a celebration of both elites and of the individual stories of uh, delegates on the ground there in the Tampa. Tampa. Uh, Gigi Gerben, how do you prevent uh, an event like this, a story collection process like this, from becoming a whole big production that loses the spontaneity? Or does the, the voice of uh, the, the grandfather always come through? I think the voice always comes through. I think that was pretty evident in the interview that my son was able to do with my father. And is, is it something that needs to happen formally? Or would you endorse the kind of constant you know, videotaping of children as people are doing nowadays on their iPhones, posting on Facebook, that sort of thing. Is, is that a, a narrative biography or is this more formal oral history uh, really a better approach in your view? I like the oral history approach. Um, it, it's good to record a lot. You can pick out the pieces that really make sense and are, are important. But I think when you're really trying to get a person's story 
it's really nice to be able to sit down with them and ask them a few questions. And as Ben said, ask those open-ended questions because that's when you're going to get those nuggets that you don't expect. Here's a couple of examples. Listen, listen to this. This is a, a, a voice from uh, the slave narrative, the voice here of Fountain Hughes. My name is Fountain Hughes. I was born in Charlottesville, Virginia. My grandfather belonged to Thomas Jefferson. My grandfather was 115 years old when he died. And now I am 101 years old. Slave narratives were begun by people who believed they were doing a form of anthropology in the same way that Edward Curtis got pictures of uh, the declining population of Native Americans all around uh, North America. Ben Heinemann, is this now a responsibility of individuals in their own family, do you think, with the technology that we have? Yes, and let me just add a point that I think when you're doing this kind of oral history, uh, it doesn't have to have that fancy a name. It's best if, say, the parent or the grandparent is being interviewed by an individual and a third person is is actually taking the film. Because my experience, and I think if you talk to any filmmakers, is that before too long, the, they'd ignore the camera. If you're, if you're having a conversation back and forth and a third person is doing it, uh, that really uh, gets rid of the, the um, uh, self-awareness, and they just start to tell these wonderful stories. And yes, I do think that, <clears throat> that families, um, now, they don't have an obligation. It's just a wonderful thing to do uh, if they feel like it. And just as you quoted from the slaves, there are people who went through the Holocaust. There are people who went through the civil rights movements. They're all the labor movement, um, whatever it is. Many people have been part of incredibly interesting parts of our society and our history. Uh, and so, as I said before, there's much more uh, there than just the family history, even though that's critical. Well, Ben, uh, we, uh, I, uh, Gigi and I share your loss and uh, all the best to you. Thank you very, very much. Ben Heineman uh, Jr. is uh, uh, mourning the loss of his father who passed away on August 5th and is calling on all of us to remember uh, to take the time to record our relatives. Gigi Gerben is a takeaway listener from Pittsburgh who treasures the recording she made of her father before her dad passed away. And we want your suggestions. Any tips, any moments that you've recorded that you treasure particularly? Or if you're like Ben, did you uh, miss something that you hope that you've been able to capture? Call us at 8778 take or post a comment at thetakeaway.org.